Shazam. Sh- Shazam. Sorry. Shazam. Welcome to episode 93. This episode 2 is going to talk about even if we can't get them, we'll avenge them. Zone of Twilight, and it's beginning to look a lot like summer. I'm Al Flores. And I'm Anton Duong. Anton, how was your week? Uh, not bad, not bad. I mean, uh, have a little bit of allergies today. You can probably hear it from the audio. But uh, yeah, I mean, we, I, I guess you probably did a lot of stuff too. I, I did a couple things. Uh, uh, you didn't get me anxiety this week somewhere <laughs> on like Tuesday, Wednesday, I forgot what day it was. I think it was, uh, I think it was on a Thursday. Yeah, it was on a Thursday. No, it was before that. Cause I was in the office. Really? I, I, no, it had to be. So it probably was Wednesday then. Yeah. Probably uh, Wednesday. Cause I remember waking up in the morning at eight o'clock and I knew that tickets no. were going to be on sale for something. No, it was, it was Tuesday because I have my 7 a.m. meeting mm-hmm. and I'm at the office by like 6 a.m. So I just happened to be by 4.30 and I'm mm-hmm. like on Twitter and I'm like, why is Avengers training? I'm like, oh, tickets are on sale. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I noticed that it was the night before that they kind of announced that it was going to be that day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I woke up early. I mean, I woke up at 8 o'clock, which is about like um, 5 o'clock your time. Yeah. And it was already on sale, but I mean, the whole entire server was down. You couldn't get tickets for Avengers. Yeah, it was down for a solid five to six hours. Uh, the AMC server, the AMC server specifically. Um, yeah. I think so. It, I started getting nervous around eight in the morning uh-huh. because I checked Century Theaters to see, like, well, I want to see what availability availability they have because I'm really trying to get AMC because of A list. Mm-hmm. yeah uh century was completely sold out there's like maybe four seats per showing in the very front row i'm like oh that's oh sucks. crap like please tell me everybody can't get amc it's not just like first come first serve for the server or whatever yeah i guess what happened for uh a lot of people is when they got onto the amc app for the first like probably 10 minutes they were able to get through because when i was uh able to get through just to see what seats are available i mean you still can't buy it i mean the server's still down you're, you're able to oh. see what seats are available but you just can't make the purchase i did it too there was probably like five seats taken when i when i got into that got in that far yeah for dolby uh cinema mm. there weren't any seats left but for the imax it was half full okay. so i was like oh there's still hope you know yeah um luckily for me i got through i i was i was following amc help on twitter mm-hmm. and they pointed out going like well check out one of our partner uh, if you can't go through the a list or through the amc app try keep trying through our partners app mm-hmm. and i'm like part like oh fandango fandango and adam tickets yeah uh so i tried that and fandango put me on an hour wait time i think i sent you the uh, t- text the group chat the image of it mm-hmm. Um, which shortly after that, it went from 59 minutes to over an hour. Yeah, I think they paused the the whole entire line queue. Cause, yeah. Yeah, when, when I tried to do that, it, it just says pause. Yeah, so then I went through mm-hmm. uh, Adam Tickets, and uh, it was quick. I, I mean, there was a little bit of like, lag time because it was trying to confirm, but for yeah. the most part, it was quick. And I got in. I'm like, <gasps> it shows all seats of them. Like, oh, what if it's not synced up with their server? Maybe that's why I'm showing uh-huh. all these seats available. So I yeah. picked my seats. I paid for it. And it says, 
you're going to Avengers. Please wait for email confirmation. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I don't want to get excited. Like, I'm excited because I have tickets. I haven't, something says I have tickets, allegedly. But uh-huh. I don't want to wait. And then, uh, uh, like, within two hours, I got an email conference. Like, you're going to see Avengers. I'm like, yes, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I noticed that there is also a uh, fan event. So that one is like two hours earlier than the original, um, or I think an hour early. You get to see it at five o'clock instead of six o'clock. Yeah. So for that one, you get like a coin, a coin or something. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. I, I'm not a fan of the fan events that early in the day because I'm like people yeah. work. I'm not gonna take a half day just to show up an hour earlier than. Well, I could. That, that shows you how hardcore of a fan you are. <laughs> I'm an adult, sir. We pay, we talked we <laughs> talked about this last last episode. We're adults. We have responsibilities yeah. with with monetary uh, uh, responsibilities. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Priority All right, so uh, I was able to get it. You were able to get it. So we're we're gonna see so Avengers. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I would look forward to like screenings, but they don't do any screenings no, for no. Avengers. Oh, yeah, because like, oh, we want to see what the normal people are going to think of Avengers. Ooh, <laughs> will we ever get yeah. the, get enough to fill fill a one uh, one uh, amphitheater? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, what, did they beat the record just for pre sales? They beat it in six hours. Wow, that's crazy. And that's, that's counting one of the major theater chains cr- crashing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a yeah. No, the the Russo brothers they tweeted that um, later on in the day. And the, yeah, everybody's responding. Oh, it's it was a first of all, everything. It's a conspiracy. They made the servers crash to hit the sale. I'm like, no, idiot. Them them crashing the servers probably delayed their their sellout by by three hours. Yeah, because the Century Theater sold out uh, by eight o'clock. If AMC was up and running, it probably would have filled up just as fast. Yeah, you know what? I I really like how Fandango handled it by doing the line queue. Yeah, because yeah, I noticed that a lot of ticketing websites now, uh, especially for like concerts and everything, they've been doing that because they know that I'll, they will overflow the the, the database servers. Well, not and, just that, but their their servers are more robust because they're handling multiple theater chains, not just one theater chain. Yeah, but because they're limiting people to putting data into the data centers, they're able to you know uh, manage that. Because I mean, if you cram everybody in and everybody's trying to, yeah. Uh, yeah, they they were smart enough to put velvet ropes outside of the ticket box and say, "Please wait in line." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, virtual so that way, virtual no going in at the same time. Yeah, virtual uh, ticket booth. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, and I I never this is this is great advertisement for Fandango and Adam's tickets because or Adam tickets because I never knew you can link up your loyalty memberships. I knew that you can link up your loyalty membership, but, you didn't but I it. didn't. Yeah, I, I didn't know that they would uh, credit you for a list. Yeah, yeah, I, it, yeah. It's attracted one ticket price for the a list thing. I know. I was thinking this thing. I'm like, maybe because like, at, at that time, like, screw it. If they say, if they're pretty much saying that they'll give me points for it, that's fine. And then I went through yeah. the ticket, the paying things. Like, oh, a list subtracting one ticket. I'm like, ooh, it worked. Yeah. <laughs> And it's kind of cool too, because uh, Fandango also gives you points for for their stuff, mm-hmm. and also stubs give you uh, points for whatever tickets that you're getting too. Oh, oh also one thing too, um, uh, Adam sick Adam tickets was also giving a a poster for ticket mm-hmm. sales. 
uh, a free poster. All I had to do but was pay nine dollars for shipping. <laughs> yeah, they do that for Fandango too. Uh, yeah, I'm like, yeah. Well, I'm like, I just tell my friend, I'm like, look, I got a free poster. All I had to pay was nine dollars for shipping, but it's a free poster. That that's how I got the last uh, the last Jedi uh, posters. Like they uh, had the IMAX ones, mm-hmm. and I had to pay. I think it was like twelve dollars for all four of them. So oh, it was kind of cool. I did that one. Well, uh, yeah. if you're getting all four, four for, yeah, it's not bad. I, that's a better yeah. deal. That's a better deal than what I got. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So that's all why right. I did it. All right, so we're set for two weeks from now. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than Avengers, I mean, this past week, uh, I mean, we have a Oriental market that just opened here. I mean, it's kind of rare. I mean, in California, there's so many of them, right? Yeah. Yeah, here they opened up a kind of... I, I would say it's more of a Korean supermarket. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like an H-Mart. Okay. You've been to H-Mart, right? Uh, I've driven past it several times. Yeah, you should go in there. It, it is godly. Like, I mean, the stuff that they have in there, stuff that you would want to eat all the time. Uh, Healthy-wise, they have a lot of really good uh, fresh vegetables and they have a food court with a lot of really delicious Asian food. Um, and they do Korean barbecue and stuff too. So anyways, uh, this one is called Lotte Market. And for the longest time, I've always wanted to go to a store, just get like Korean barbecue that is already marinated. Mm-hmm. And we have a lot of those in, in, in California, but here in Florida, it's very rare to find something like that. So uh, yeah, you can go there, you buy, uh, you know, Korean short ribs, bring it home, cook it, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, all that aside, great market. Um, the thing that I was really surprised that I've been wanting to find for a very long time is I'm a big fan of ramen, and you know that. Yes. And when I was doing research back in the day, probably about 10 years ago, I wanted to see how I can cook ramen at home. But the, one of the big essential things that you need is the noodles. And I looked it up. Uh, the only place that you can get really good noodles, like restaurant quality, yeah, uh, would be Sun Noodle, which is a, a company in New Jersey. And I think they have a couple of other um, uh, branches where they do wholesale and stuff like that. But the interesting thing I found is most of the restaurants get their noodles from this company. Hmm. They would they would inquire like, hey, uh, I want these specific noodles. I want it to be stringy. I want it to be chewy. And then they would make the noodle to however they preference it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some places be like, oh, I want the noodles to be harder. I want it to be wheat flour instead of uh, regular flour. And they would cater to that. So for the longest time, if you wanted sun noodle uh, for home use, you would have to find a place that really sells it. Uh, in the oriental market but in florida you can't find those places um so these noodles are they are they just not fully dry or they they're like are, they, they're fresh okay so it's like so yeah, like, they feel it's noodly but uncooked noodly yeah so uh i was walking through the frozen sh- section at the lotte market and i was looking at some of the um you know meatballs and stuff that they had frozen and I looked at my right, I saw tonkatsu you're noodles. Like, you're like, oh, that looks legit. I'm like, whoa, okay. So I opened up the door, and then I see the little logo at the corner. I was like, oh, no way. 
<laughs> it says sun on it. I was like, oh my god, this is gonna be like a, a big treat for me. So I bought a couple. I brought it home. Uh, you have to thaw the noodles because I mean they're fresh noodles. So about half an hour later, I cooked the noodles. Uh, it comes with a, a tare packet, which is uh, tare is like condensed, like you know when you cook soup or something. Mm-hmm. And you just let it, uh, uh, you know, boil and all that uh, evaporation makes the soup even more thicker and more rich. Right. Because it's more condensed. So, tare is basically condensed broth. Okay. So, they condense it to a point where, you know, when you taste it, it's just... A reduction. Reduction flavor. And it's mm-hmm. so thick. So, that, uh, they had a packet of tare in there. And I mixed it with um, uh, hot water. And, dude... It, it, the soup was superb so <coughs> i cooked the noodles about two and a half minutes and then i uh i you know drained the water put it in oh my god when i tasted it it tasted like restaurant quality so you nailed it yeah i was like dude this is just missing like the toppings yeah like the uh the chives. boiled egg the chives yeah. and all that stuff the chashu so yeah, dude, I've been waiting for you know uh, a sun noodle to be available in this area, and I tried to look online to see if you can just buy it online, but because of the fresh noodles, they yeah. can't sell it. They like probably that. they probably have a very short shelf life. <clears throat> yeah, man. <laughs> if you ever have a chance, go to your market, get sun noodle. It is superb. It totally changes the way that you eat instant noodles at home. Um, so. how much were they? They're only like uh, three, four dollars, which is really cheap. For how much though? Uh, you get two little packets, okay. so you can make a, uh, uh, you know, one for you and your girlfriend. Okay, so it's like a, a one meal. Yeah. All right, Tom. Uh, so other than that, this week I also, or last weekend, I went to WonderCon, which some people might have caught at the end of the episode last week, that last one, ninety-two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I blinked out for a second. Um. It was a lot of fun. I managed to get two interviews. Um, one with Terry Lubroff. Uh, she's the CEO of Legion M. Uh, that interview should have dropped before this episode. Uh, so mm-hmm. check out for that. The 2OC special. Uh, also, I got an interview with Till Billu. He's the founder of a company called Impact Theory. Uh, mm-hmm. They do. They, he, he does a podcast called Impact Theory. Uh, Impact Theory also is doing comic books. And he sees uh, he has a wide vision of what he wants to do with the company. Um, I talked to him about his latest comic book, Neon Future, which is co-found, uh, which is co-written with uh, Steve Aoki. Oh, very cool. Yeah. So that interview should be coming out after this episode. So yeah, I'm a big fan of uh, Steve Aoki too, and uh, it's <clears throat> kind of cool that you're doing a graphic novel for or a comic book based on 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 his stuff. Yeah. No. And it, it's it's dude. I had a really fun conversation with him. Uh, we mm-hmm. were geeking out about. Just future tech mm-hmm. stuff that like you know that I'll bring up every now and then on the show like uh, the I don't know the the that, that robot by uh, Boston Dynamics that like that looks like a dog and it got like PETA upset because it when they kicked it to try to test his balance it looked too much like somebody kicking a dog yeah <laughs> uh, stuff like that uh, robot cruelty <laughs> yeah I mean the the future of like humans uh, you, you know we can get prosthetics but what if you could put like computers and those prosthetics and what if people started doing it started to wear prosthetics not just because they needed it but because they wanted an upgrade mm-hmm. uh stuff like that so it was a lot of fun dude um uh, oh yeah. 
That that kind of reminds me of something. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you, you heard about that? No. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I kind of a leader. Uh, yeah. Uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Have you heard of that game? Um, I've heard of it. I I, I can't picture it in my mind right now. Okay, it's supposedly supposed to come out this year, mm-hmm. and it's basically a uh, a role playing game, uh, first person, and you basically go around the city doing jobs. And once you get jobs, um, you earn money, and you go to these uh um like illegal shops where you can. Uh, get new upgraded stuff for your arm, for your leg, or whatever, and it's really cool because every time you you go to these shops, you can find some ridiculous upgrades where you can get like a uh, uh, upgraded sight for your eye, mm-hmm. so you get like an extra zoom, and, and so you just keep and, upgrading uh, yourself. Yeah, it's so cool, and I I can't wait until that game comes out because it, it kind of reminds me of like Borderlands. Oh, oh, kind speaking of. Speaking of that, Borderlands Three is coming out. Really? Oh, I've heard, I didn't know it was that when. Uh, I think it's coming out in October, but they have a uh, trailer already, and it's it went viral. Oh, uh, <laughs> I didn't know it was yeah, that soon. Should, I was yeah, you, you should check it out. Time. It's funny. It's funny. Like they do the whole entire trailer, and then at the very end, it's like, "Yes, we got guns, lots of guns." And guns with legs. <laughs> you see a oh, gun I did see the like trailer. It's a little yeah. robot. It's a little. Uh, what is his name? Uh, uh, yeah, it's a little robot doing the narrative, right? Yeah, yeah. it's so funny. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So one other thing, Anton, and I got to do. Um, well, yeah, let's say one other thing. Uh, we got to check out uh, the panel for Cobra Kai. Yeah, but how did that go? It was a lot of fun, dude. Uh, the crew mm-hmm. is very like humble. They're very funny. They know that they're bringing back. Uh, a part of our childhood mm-hmm. and also introducing a new generation to the karate kid world. Mm-hmm. Um, they, we got a little, we got a little clip. It wasn't even significant. Um, but yeah, dude, at my brother, he was like the whole time. He's like, <laughs> like, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, but on top of that, uh, Josias from the comic syndicate and my brother, uh, our hell from uh, deep dives and rabbit holes. They got to sit down with the, the with the cast and do a roundtable with them. Uh, they actually, I think, Josias already released the episode, uh, episode two fifty two of the comic syndicate. So you can hear the full interviews. Um, I got a selfie with the with Hawk and uh, the. I I don't know how to say his his real name. Uh, Zolo. Yeah, Zolo. Kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, he doesn't even look like uh the the main guy from because he doesn't uh, dress like him either. He was he's wearing like kind of like military like jacket and like baggy shirt. He's wearing a, I don't know. And then yeah, yeah he, he looks like he looks like s- someone from your high school that is playing like you know in uh, magic in the corner with all the other uh, nerdy guys. I, w- I almost forgot Anton. Oops. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's so cool, dude. You got one of those? Yeah, they they hang it at the panel. Oh, Cobra Kai. <laughs> Cobra Kai for life, huh? Yeah, and now I just looks like yeah. I have a fro. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, works. that's really cool. Uh, so is that actually a uh, uh, does it open up to a handkerchief or no it's a it full just, bandana uh, just okay yeah that's all it is that's really cool with the cobra kai logo um mm-hmm. there it goes i couldn't center it i was using the camera and i turned left and the camera looks left but it actually went right uh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all right uh one last thing i just want to mention um i, I usually i make a lot of purchases at mm-hmm. actually you know i made one more um at WonderCon or comic-con or whatever uh this time it was kind of hard for me to like 
like it's cool like i would seem like that's cool but do i really want it mm-hmm. and uh i yeah it i couldn't resist i walked by one of the one of the artists in artist alley and uh i picked out the picture i sent to you on the discord chat mm-hmm. uh i got five um prints of this artist named uh oops uh jenny parks uh she mm-hmm. did she does cat interpretations of movie posters <laughs> or uh, I just posted. So I got Captain America, uh, uh-huh. Captain Marvel, uh-huh. uh, Toothless from How to Train Your Dragon because it looks exactly like my cat with wings. Yeah. And uh, the the Stranger Things cover. Yeah, I see that. <laughs> Eleven. <laughs> uh, yeah, so these are posters you're saying? Yeah, yeah. How, how big are these uh, prints? The, no, the, I'm sorry, the prints. Um, those are small ones. They're like the kind of like the postcard size ones. Oh, okay. Yeah, just just so I could have them, not necessarily like mm. have a full display of them. Yeah. So how how's your cats taking it? Uh, it's funny. So I I got um, I got another one. It's a Princess Leia uh, cat, but mm-hmm. it's like the the three color one, like the white, the white, orange and black patchy cats, whatever. Yeah. Um, I got that one because that's my girlfriend's cat, and she put po- she put it on her mirror, and her cat could not stop staring at it. It's really funny. I'm like. Holy crap! I wonder if she actually does like recognize that as a cat. <laughs> uh-huh. That's uh huh. That's funny. Yeah. So oh, okay. Uh, and I also sent this see, image, and I'll send it to you right now. Uh, I got my girlfriend a sweater. All right. So while you're talking talking about that, um, or looking for that, uh, Legion M. I heard about that a while ago, uh, from Kevin Smith, but I I didn't really look into it until you know, uh, you started doing the interview. I was like, oh yeah, that's what Legion M was for mm-hmm. a while. I was like. How does that sound so familiar? <clears throat> so I, I, yeah, I've heard Legion M reference a lot into like different projects, both comic books, VR, mm-hmm. um, the VR system. My brother tried out last uh, at LA Comic Con, um, but I never. And I looked into, it, but like I never really got a good answer about what they are. All they say mm-hmm. is that they're they're. It's like a crowdfunding. Yeah, thing, like they're like crowd uh, more they're, investing. Yeah, they're crowdfunded. Blah blah blah. I'm like, okay. So in my mind, I'm like, so are they like? Is it kind of like Kickstarter kind of thing? Like, are they? And I went through the website and I really didn't understand it. It's a lot of like uh, breaking the mold in uh, in how we make movies and blah blah blah. Brand new idea, never done before. I'm like, cool. All buzzwords doesn't really explain to me what it is. So I uh, talking to Terry, I really got to get get a understanding of what it is, what they do. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely not what I was expecting. So hopefully, because yeah, you 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 could basically own part of you know the the process of making a film yeah a comic book or any any type of media that people are interested in well initially i thought you you were investing in a specific project i thought you were investing so if kevin smith uh he's doing his reboot with them for jay and silent bob jay and silent bob reboot mm-hmm. um he's in with them and i thought maybe oh so if you're an investor you can just invest in that movie no you're investing in the company that's and that's working with him on the reboot yeah and it's kind of cool that they listen to the people that are investing into these uh, th- this company because, you know, it's what people want to see. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I and, and I like that, how they get feedback from all these people. Yeah. All so- right. So anyways, uh, yeah, highly recommended to check out that that uh, that interview that we have. Yeah, uh, it should be an mm-hmm. uh, interview with Terry Lubroff, uh, mm-hmm. episode before episode 93. Well, actually before episode yeah. 92, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you get the picture, Anton? Yes, I did. All right, so I got my girlfriend the Captain America cropped uh, sweater. Oh, I did not see that, but okay. Oh no, yeah, I put, cool. I, no, I put that in the the Discord chat. Sorry. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, so it, it's an, it's funny because that company, uh, Hero Within, they make quality like comic book reference gear. So it's not necessarily uh, a Captain America jacket or a Thor jacket. It's a it's a like so. Josias was looking at one <clears throat> that was like Avengers pattern. That's cool. I saw another one that was a uh, leather jacket with like metallic-y looking sleeve with mm-hmm. like pattern. Nothing on it that says Thor or anything like that, but it looks like Thor. It's like it's it's like hero inspired. Uh, That's so, so cool. But it's kind of like a lounge fly when they do like you know those uh, those bags. They have like R two D two. They have three um, uh, sepia, and they have like some really interesting um, different designs too. That when you look at it, you know it's a stormtrooper or something. Yeah. Um, they also had other mm-hmm. ones, kind of like a. They, they had kind of like military jackets, kind of like the one that that uh, Zolo from uh, from Cobra Kai is wearing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's they have two. They have like a bluish one that's like Captain America, and you can have like uh, S Rogers as a label, whatever. Or yeah. uh, they have another one that's more like Air Force style. That's for like you can have C uh, C Danvers, yeah, the name or whatever. So it's it's they're really good designs. However, the downside is because they are like legit like outerwear, mm-hmm. they you you're paying legit prices. So the jacket that my brother wanted, the military one, that one was like I believe a hundred and twenty dollars. Whoa! Yeah, and the one Josiah's one I think was like a hundred dollars. Yeah. So take a look at these. I mean, th- these are what Loungefly does, and I think it's really cool what they do. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The the bags. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I seen those before. Yeah. Um, yeah. They have a Wolverine one. They, they do have, a lot of Disney uh, stuff, Black right? Black Panther. Yeah, they, they do a lot of Disney stuff. Yeah. They have a Cyclops one. That's kind of cool. Uh, yeah. Dark Phoenix duffel. That, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so that was uh, WonderCon. Cool. Oh. Yeah, I'm excited that, that, that you, you were able to get all that stuff done. Um, we're going to be doing Comic-Con this year. We're going to do Friday and Saturday, right? Friday and Saturday. Uh, we got three days. I thought we got three days, right? can't remember. Either way, we're going to be there again. for a while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so look forward to that too. Yep. All right, Anton. Uh, ready to start the show? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. All right, let's get into news. News time. All right, so uh, first story uh, Cowboy Bebop. We talked about this a few episodes ago that they're doing a reboot, a uh, live action. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. We just got word that they have casted uh, the crew of Cowboy Bebop. Uh, John mm-hmm. Cho, uh, which you might remember from Star Trek, uh, Harold and Kumar, uh, and the movie that just came out last last summer, Searching. Mm-hmm. Searching, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, Alex Hassel. I'm not really familiar with the works. Uh, Two Down, Suburb- Suburbicon, uh, Gold Mountain, and Anonymous. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also have Daniela Piñata. Whoops. And I just clicked on the wrong thing. Is Piñata a last name? Yeah. Oh, it could be Panita. Okay. Depends on if they put the, end, that, the little squealy thing on top of the end or not. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, so that's from Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom. She played the Zia Rodriguez, the, like, mm-hmm. the sassy uh, assistant, political stuff it was. Uh, mm-hmm. The Vampire Diaries and Detour. And finally, uh, Mustafa Shakir. This one, I'm not familiar with any of these projects. Brawl, Corey, and uh, Marcy X. Wait, wait, wait. Mustafa what? Uh, Mustafa Shakiri 
S H A K I R. Okay. Yeah. Shakir. I think I heard about him. Oh, we just lost Alan. Oh, there you go. We're back. I don't know if that was you or if that was me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, but yeah, so that's Cowboy Bebop. Cool. Excited. Yep. Yep. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, what is Fantastic World, Anton? Okay. So Fantastic Worlds is, uh, okay. Uh, Universal bought land, I think about two years ago. Mm-hmm. And there has been some insight on what it's going to look like. This is their fourth park. Because they're trying to build as many parks as they can to compete with uh, uh, Disney. And also, they want to bring more tourism to Orlando. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, so Orlando the- has nothing going on for it, dude. There's no parks there. There's no other track. No, it's boring. Nobody's ever going to go to Orlando. <laughs> Seriously, I thought that you know they don't have any more land. But uh, surprisingly, they, they found one that is very close. Mm-hmm. It's down the street from Universal, and uh, it seems like they're going to put a lot of uh, new things like, um, I think they're going to expand Harry Potter on that this one, too. Hmm. It might be Mystery of Magic, but uh, who knows? Uh, but the one thing is that's already confirmed is Nintendo Land. They're not going to uh, erase anything or demolish anything on the Universal property. They're going to build it on this new uh, new land. So we're going to have that. And I heard uh, there's a rumor that there's going to have like um, Lord of the Rings thing there too. Mm -hmm. Um, And another thing that they kind of confirmed was um, the Universal Monsters, which is, um, you know, the mummy. The monster uh, from Black Lagoon or whatever. Creature from the Black Lagoon. Black Lagoon. Um, What is it? Uh, uh, Wolfman. Mm -hmm. You know, Uh, so, oh, uh, Wolfenstein? No. Uh, what is it? Frankenstein. Sorry. Oh, Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Yeah. Yeah. So all of those uh, monsters would be uh, having their own land. So that's kind of cool. Um, yeah, it's really early to see what what type of stuff that they're gonna do. But I mean, the layout that they have right now is a lot bigger than any of their parks that they currently have for Universal. Mm-hmm. So this land is gonna be gigantic, huge. And uh, they they are building new roads that are currently uh, not even there. Because uh, if you go there, it's Lockheed Martin. You know Lockheed Martin. Yeah, right? yeah, the military contractor. Yeah. yeah, they make like missiles and nukes and stuff like that. They um, uh, made the stealth bomber, I believe. They created the stealth bomber. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's what's there right now. Um, I think they're going to probably condense them a little bit because uh, I think they're still using their facility. Mm-hmm. It's just that um, they're not using certain parts. So there's going to be a, a new road that's just going to cut right through the middle of uh, Lockheed Martin. That's going to be awkward. Yeah, kind of, yeah, kind of weird, but <laughs> yeah, you'll see that at the theme park. So um, they're looking at 2025 for the completion. That's fairly soon for a freaking theme park. Yeah. These guys are fast. Universal is very fast when they when they start a construction on something. It's done. Yeah. I mean, the new Harry Potter ride is uh, coming out uh, in June. The Hagrid ride. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. the the one you're, fl- you're flying through the uh, the forest or mm-hmm. riding yeah. through the forest. Mm-hmm. All right, Nathan. Um, I think that's all for news, right? Yep, that's all for news. All right, what do you do? We, what do you say we do a quick pit stop at streaming? All right, let's do streaming.
All right, so I'm going to be very careful when I say this. What is high score girl? Okay. Uh, so this is a anime on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can catch it on Netflix. Uh, this is an anime about a boy named Haruo. Uh, he's oh, a gamer. Sorry, one, more time. One, one more time. What was that? Haruo. Okay. Haruo. Yeah. Ha- hello. He's a gamer. Yeah. <laughs> I got that. Okay. <laughs> uh yeah so his name is haro he is a gamer otaku um and usually do you know what otaku means no i'm trying to think uh, it, okay so no i got nothing <laughs> okay <laughs> so <laughs> otaku is it means like you're 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 obsessive with one specific topic so if you're a gamer otaku then you're like super into games you collect stuff from video games and and you're so like super hardcore geeking. That's what otaku means. So he's uh, a gamer otaku from the late 80s. And his dream is to become a pro gamer. So he spends both of, most of his time after school, weekends, holidays at the arcade playing games like Final Fight, uh, Street Fighter. Um, besides those two games, the anime has like a lot of references to a lot of other uh, arcade games too. Uh, from the 80s and the 90s so uh even though like you know they focus on street fighter most of the time mm-hmm. because it was a really big game so that's why they focus on it um it's really cool to see that they got these other properties added into the anime too so it kind of feels like watching like ready player one mm-hmm. but like arcade arcade games uh, as well as console games too they talk about like uh, turbo graphics uh, Super Nintendo, Nintendo, uh, Sega Genesis, Sega um, uh, Game Gear and stuff like that. So it, it, when you watch this, you're going to have a lot of memories where you're like, oh, yeah, I remember that. You're, I have so, a vague recollection of that. Yeah. So he's, you know, his eagerness to become a pro gamer cuts short because uh, there's another rival that was in the way. Mm-hmm. So Ono, a girl gamer who is from his class, beats him at every single game at the arcade. And she also beats, like, everybody else, too, at, like, um, uh, Street Fighter. So she's the type of gamer who always gets a high score. So, you know, when you go to, like, arcade, you would see those names. Yeah. She would be always on top of the list. <gasps> she She's A-S-S? <laughs> no, she's A-A-A. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, so anyways, uh, she's super smart. She uh, does really well in school. She's like super popular and everything, but nobody really knows her other side. Uh, the only person that knows is Haruo because he's the only person that is at the arcade most of the time, and he's even skipping school just to be there. So, um, anyways, uh, because of their rival rivalry, uh, Ono kind of falls for Haruo. And uh, Haruo, uh, being a gamer otaku, kind of, he's kind of too blind to see that she's falling for him. But also, at the same time, he's falling for, for her without first of, knowing. First of all, there e- yeah. either A, there's a lot of women that do that already. Or B, a lot of women are good at pretending they, they don't they don't see it. <laughs> yeah. Or also term, yeah, but, or also term friend zone wouldn't be a thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, I mean, it, it, at the very beginning, it's kind of one-sided, but he's accidentally falling for her, too, without knowing it. Like, he's not admitting it, but it's happening. Like, he, he so, he's showing all these emotions the, towards her. The movie She's All That? Yeah. <laughs> kind of like that. Yeah. So, it's kind of cool. 
So this this show is basically a romantic uh, comedy anime about video games, and it's kind of different. I kind of like that. Yeah. And uh, uh, my wife uh, Julie, she's she actually likes this one. She got into it. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, the animation is a little lazy when you watch it because you know um, it was from a che- very cheap company called JC Staff. Um, I'm a little uh, I'm a little cringy. On the animation. I mean, the story is really good. JC Staff does a really good job of telling stories. Okay. The only thing that I don't like is their animation style. Don't tell me the animation is kind of like storyboardish, right? Yeah. Okay. So, you, you know, certain times when you watch like an anime and it's just an image and then the, the background person's just talking. Oh, so like uh, old school flash animation cartoons. It's not. No, it's not. You know, well, it's not to that extent. I know, no, I know. I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying, yeah. like that, that level of like, I'm amateur. I'm, I need, I, I don't want to spend all this time redrawing the same picture over and over again. So I'm just gonna like make the mouth flip back and forth to different. Yeah, symbols. and you know how sometimes they get lazy too. So oh, um, uh, uh, speed racer, the, speed racer. Yeah. Oh. So, <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes they would flip the camera view. Uh, so the, 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 the main person's talking, but you don't see the main person talking. You just see like, uh, uh, the other people that are standing on the other side, just looking at them, but nothing in the image is moving, but you hear him talking. Oh God. I know what you're talking about now. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, a, a big example would be, uh, Dragon Ball. Yeah. 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 There would be well, moments okay, like, for, where first their of mouth all, just moves and then Dragon Ball. You, you, well, I mean, I'm assuming because of the American version. I'm assuming the American version is that way because of the lip sync. Yeah. But maybe you're right. Maybe it was just like lazy animation. <laughs> like the, or like not lazy, but... Uh, it's, cheap, it it cheap is lazy animation, animation though. Cheap, yeah, cheap they, animation. they usually do that. Yeah. yeah. So uh, the thing that makes me worry about JC's staff is they are uh, the ones that is currently helming the second season of One Punch Man. Oh, makes me really worried because the first season was by Madhouse. So you're scared that One Punch Man is going to have a lot of scenes with him flying through the air with his fist and he's not moving or talking, but the background is moving. I, I OK, so <laughs> first season, there's so much action, you know, there's like you can see every single action scene like it seems like they went up and beyond what people would, you know, normally see on a budgeted show Mm -hmm. and that's what madhouse was able to do is they took the budget that they had and they maximized every single dollar that is spent into this uh this series then you know jc staff on the other hand when they take you know the money to do the project they'll just you know try to half-ass it as much as possible but not to a point where you're like oh that's that's a shit work yeah that's a shitty job but uh, JC staff is really good at telling stories. That's the only thing that can probably uh, be a good thing about this whole thing. Even the the um, the trailer that came out a couple weeks ago for uh, One Punch Man, it, it was such a bad trailer too. Like you would see a scene and it fades to black, and then all you hear is just dialogue, and then you see a scene and then it goes to black. Oh, it's like a really the, bad do, trailer. Were they doing the over dramatic like pauses? Yeah, but the pauses are like ten seconds long. Uh, but was it still dialogue? Like there'd be like ten seconds of not seeing anything, just hearing dialogue. Mm. And the trailer doesn't really tell you much. Boo. All right. So yeah. All right, Anton. <clears throat> uh, so another thing we got to check out. 
uh, I'm happy mm-hmm. you got to check it out. Is uh, Twilight Zone on CBS All Access? Did you sign up for the All trial? All Access. Yes, I did. All right. One week free trial. I was the. That's probably the safest way for me to ask the question about how you watch this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So CBS All Access uh, premiered Twilight Zone on April first. Uh, they gave us two episodes for to get a little taste of it. Uh, first one's called The Comedian, and the second one is Nightmare at Thirty Thousand Feet. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anton, which one do you want to talk about first? Or do you want to talk about the show, show overall? Uh, let's go in order. All right. Comedian. Uh, this mm-hmm. one's starring uh, Kamal Nanjiani, uh, known from The Big Sick, and Silicon Valley. Uh, also has Tracy Morgan, surprisingly, from 30 Rock. Mm-hmm. Uh, synopsis is, uh, taking advice from a famous comedian, a stand-up makes fun of his own life with unexpected results. Mm. What do you think, Anton? Uh, okay. So I thought the casting is great. Yeah. Uh, story could be better. But uh, it's very interesting to watch. I mean, it keeps you watching it, so mm-hmm. that's a good thing. Yeah. Um, I felt like the pacing is a little slow. Uh, it is a longer episode. This one, I believe, was fifty something minutes. Um, mm-hmm. The other one, Nightmare Thirty Thousand Feet, is about under forty. I probably mid thirty. Yeah. Mid thirty minutes. I felt like uh, okay, so. I enjoyed it. Uh, I would like to see more episodes. Mm-hmm. I don't think that it was such a strong start for the series with these two episodes. Ooh, okay. So I I agree with the pacing because it is a longer one, and uh, mm-hmm. it's it was so engaging though. And and things like I I got my brother to watch it, and um, I mean if if you've watched the Twilight Zone, you know what's going to go wrong. You know something. Mm-hmm. You don't know exactly what's going on, but you know whatever happens. It never ends the way that you would think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so, I, but I felt like the the episode still captured what the original series was in the sense mm-hmm. that it it kind of it picks apart human uh, instinct and thought process. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like in in this case, he thought he can control the situation he was in, and before he realized it, it was too late. Mm-hmm um so i i don't know i i thought i i thought it was a good one uh i'm trying to think of what, what i don't know it, it was just good morals on the, like in this one like, and i think that's the key to the twilight zone is you have to have a single moral you're trying to convey each episode and i think this one mm-hmm. nailed it mm-hmm. yeah okay so second episode nightmare 30 with adam scott mm-hmm. with adam scott mm-hmm. uh, i'm a big fan of adam scott uh, I'm I'm really happy that he's getting a lot more roles besides um what's that show he was on Parks and Rec yeah Parks and Rec mm-hmm. so it's different it's a different pacing for him because I mean he usually always do comedy and it yeah and and is it me that I kept picturing him as his Parks and Rec character because his Parks and Rec character he's very uh dorky kind of like fidgety in this mm-hmm. one he was serious but very fidgety still yeah. Uh, it worked, and the, uh, and the, the other guy that's in it, it's uh, Chris uh, Diam- Diamantopoulos, darn Greek names. Um, mm-hmm. He's also from Silicon Valley, and fun fact, yeah. he has been the voice of Mickey Mouse since like 2013. Oh no way! Yeah, the alcoholic. Yeah, and it's funny because I'm like, <laughs> no, funny. there's no way. Like, if they had the right guy, and I was looking it up, I'm like, and I see like critic reviews, uh, best uh, best impression of the original Mickey Mouse voice ever. I'm like. He's good at it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. But uh, so this one, the synopsis is uh, a journalist listens to a podcast detailing how the plane on which uh, he's a passenger on will disappear. 
Yeah. Uh, this one seemed very Black Mirror-ish. Yeah, this is based on the the old one. Uh, instead of thirty thousand, it was called twenty thousand. Right. Planes uh, planes have gotten better, fifty percent better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I think the original one starred William Shatner, mm-hmm. and it was the one where he saw the that ape outside the window. Yeah, the apish ant looking thing. Yeah. Um, did you make it? Did you see its little uh, cameo? in this episode yeah 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 that's a good in the water <laughs> yeah and yeah. also uh, uh going back to the episode they also had the the ventriloquist dummy from the first twilight zone episode mm-hmm. uh in the background as as a setting for the comedian oh that's a legit one that's not a problem oh, oh okay yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh uh kumal he confirmed it's like no that's the real one from the original show that's not a re- that's not a replica wow that's really cool yeah <laughs> um anyway yeah. so I, I again i like this one too uh it it uh-huh. was very uh, uh, cheesy in a sense like okay he's listening to a podcast okay i get it you're trying to be modern but again it goes back to uh the twilight zone dissecting human thought process or human ego and Mm -hmm. i thought they i thought they nailed it like the people's like you know people think they control their fate or they want to do uh they want to they want to fix whatever they're in um Mm -hmm. but i i like this one it's uh, and i and i like how uh uh jordan peele he he sums up the the last part he 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 he, he's very good i like it when he i like it when he steps in because like he's a really good storyteller and the way that he takes on this role as the narrator is very uh rod sterling yeah his name? Ron, Ster- yeah. Ron sterling yeah um yeah no and and that, that's the thing like i i think um how oh, was that reboot uh with uh bu- 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 i'm blanking on his name um the guy with the slanted eye <laughs> they did a reboot in the, in the early 2000s uh from the la- from the last king of scotland or oh my god i'm blanking on his name oh forrest whitaker forrest whitaker Oh okay. I was like, I, I, I saw, like, started with a W. Um, <laughs> yeah, like when they re- re- reboot with him, I didn't think the stories were that great, that that detailed. Like they were okay. Like, mm-hmm. uh, like okay, they have exterior of it, they have it, but mm-hmm. there's no, there's no through, there's no through line moral. There's nothing like that. So yeah, it was literally this person got screwed over. Hope you enjoyed the mm-hmm. story. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so uh, I want to compare this show to another show on Netflix, um, which we already talked about. I don't know if you've seen it yet. Love, Death, Robots? No, not yet. Okay, so that Love, Death, Robots, kind of, it, it's kind of what I was expecting from the show. Hmm. And I think Love, Death, Robots kind of exceeds Ooh. what I was expecting. So you're going to have to watch that and compare it to this because... I, I was expecting to have like a really, really like twisted. I mean, we're at the the time and age where it's okay to go above and beyond the whole, you know, twisting with stories and making it super dark. But I mean, this is dark already, but I, I was expecting like, you know, to a point where you feel very uncomfortable, but you're also satisfied. But that's the thing that we already have that we have that in um black mirror we have that already so like yeah that, that's what i'm saying that's what i was expecting is like you know something like black mirror yeah but i mean that, this but this seems like it's a little mild but the thing is like it goes back to the the morality of it the human the human uh, exter- uh black mirror is dissecting more of the technology side of it our dependency on technology 
this is dissecting more of human flaw. So it's yeah, they're they're similar in the, in the sense that they're anthologies where they're uh, telling different stories, um, and more than likely the per- the main character gets screwed over. But mm-hmm. it's they're trying to accomplish different things. So I'm I'm fine with Twilight Zone not not going into Black Mirror territory. Mm-hmm. Um, similar to uh, back in the day when Twilight Zone uh, reruns were going against the Outer Limits. Mm-hmm. See, I love the Outer Outer Limits. Yeah, so I'm saying oh, that was good. Yeah, mm-hmm. like they were like similar, but they were different. And if you ask mm-hmm. me why, I probably couldn't tell you even to this day. But they were different. They have they have a different feel to them. Yeah. I wanted more of alien abduction, okay. <laughs> you know, like that that type of vibe. Yeah. So I mean, I I like this series. I like where it's going, um, but I I'm I'm expecting a lot more. Yeah, we'll see what they come up with. Yeah. Um, I think we're getting ten episodes this season, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. we'll see what the, how the other ones come out. All right, Anton. Uh, that's wrapping up streaming, right? Mm-hmm. All right, let's go into movies. Movie time. And I just opened up Chrome for no reason. All right. Oh, uh, let's see here. Uh, number. So even though this is Saturday, the numbers the numbers are a little bit low, but this should give us a good idea of how the weekend's going to go. Uh, number one, mm-hmm. as of Saturday morning, uh, Shazam. Sh- Shazam. Sorry, Shazam. With uh, twenty three point eight million. Uh, number two, Pet Cemetery, ten with ten million. Uh, number three, Dumbo with sixty two point nine million. Number four, Us, but with one hundred forty two point nine million. And number five. Captain Marvel with three hundred and sixty four point nine million. Uh, so I did get to see Dumbo. Um, I mm-hmm. went because uh, Josias was uh, from the comic scene. He was doing a fundraiser, so I was like, I really don't really want to see Dumbo. We talked about that last episode. Uh, we're mm-hmm. gonna say Dumbo's gonna flop. Um, but I was like, you know, it's a fundraiser. The script. Like, so I told my girlfriend, do you want to go? She goes, yeah, let's check it out. I'm like, all right, fine, let's go. Uh, we went and. Um, I'm not a fan of the original. Uh, th- mm-hmm. I I don't think as a child I even finished the Dumbo animation. Um, but this one I liked. This one I, no, I really I really liked. I the- am a big I am a big fan of the old one, and I've seen it many times. I think Dumbo was one of the 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 Disney movies that I kept watching over and over and over again. Yeah. Um. This one I I, I think it's appreciation for Tim Burton, and, and I've said this before. I love Tim Burton. However, he's gotten kind of predictable with his casting. It's, mm-hmm. it's you know, it's always uh, it was always um, uh, what's his name um, from from Pirates of Johnny, Depp. Johnny Depp. So it's Johnny Depp. It's always like it's like it's dark. It's mm-hmm. and I, I always want like I love the worlds he creates, but he gets super it's very gothic. Yeah, he gets super dark, um, and sometimes he gets a little bit too much. But mm-hmm. I don't know this one. I loved it because it's Tim Burton designing a fantasy world, a world where uh, elephants can fly, um, things like bu- bubbles can do un unnormal th- or unnormal uh, go against physics and does like you know it performs different things, whatever. Um, but no real darkness. Mm-hmm. It's it's like uh, and and as I'm reading the comments, was, yeah, like I'm like, why isn't this getting more buzz? Why isn't this getting more buzz? And it's critics are hating on it because it's not Tim Burton's signature, and they're saying like, yeah, oh, we have. It's usually his original ideas is what people are looking for. Yeah, and it's funny because they're like, we have Batman and the Penguin in the same movie. Why isn't it darker? I'm like, because it's the 
different freaking my company, you moron. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So like, there's that, and then um, and then the, there's the normal people that the audience. Half of the audience is saying like, "Oh, I didn't like the way it was all hazy." Um, they should do a better job of making the picture more sharp. I'm like, it's a fantasy world. Like, there's gonna be a certain like the background because it has that um, that it's like a sp- mysterious element, like kind of like a well, like a dreamy type of thing. Kind of like the background is never fully in focus. It, it feels more like a play where like like the, mm-hmm. the the like say trees closest to the camera are in focus, but everything in the background is out of focus. Yeah, and that, it has a whole point to that. You're trying to focus on the characters. Yeah, exactly. And I, so I'm like, mm-hmm. that bothered me. Like, oh my god, people are complaining about the dumbest things. Um, mm-hmm. The the only thing I can think of that I would agree with is that the movie, um, it you never really embrace the characters fully, or like you really never really cared. You cared about the story. You cared about Dumbo, but all the other characters, it was just kind of like to the, falls to the wayside. And I think it's because mm-hmm. the movie is so short. And it's so many characters that going in at once. You really don't get to develop that kind of connection to the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, but dude, yeah, surprisingly, I, I like Dumbo. I'm, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm flabbergasted. And they did have the pink elephant okay. scene, <laughs> but not how you expected. Okay, okay. So because of you watching this movie, uh, would you say it's a good movie to buy a ticket to, or is it a rental? Um, I would say before we get to the score. Yeah. I would say it's a good kids movie to watch in a the theater. If you have kids, go ahead and watch in a the theater. If you don't, then you can watch. You can wait for it to stream or to come come out on rental. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. Uh, I would give it three point seven five. So I put it like a little bit like out a, of five. Yeah. So I put it like what like a little under a B B minus C plus around there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's good. That's I just, a fair score. Yeah. It's I mean, it, it was entertaining, but it's definitely a kids movie. Mm-hmm. All right, Anton. Uh, we got to check out something else. Uh, you got to see it Thursday. I got to see it yesterday. What is it? Mm-hmm. Shazam! Hadouke. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, so... Okay, I love this movie. Coming in, I was very, you know, hesitant. Uh, I had mm-hmm. very low expectation. I mean, watching the trailers, I'm, I'm glad they didn't give too much away. And that's exactly what I told my girlfriend. I did not see a lot of things happening because they edited the trailer so well. And even during mm-hmm. the premieres, they were very careful about uh, like what we saw at the premieres. Yeah. And dude, uh, this movie takes me way back to like the 90s. It, it has a very family vibe uh, when you watch it. I mean, there are a lot of moments where uh, I felt like I was watching something from the 90s in my childhood, yeah. especially like, you know, the, the mall scenes, uh, the carnival scenes um, and, uh, you know, that dungeons. Uh, is it would you consider it as a dungeon? Yeah, it's a dungeon. Uh, yeah. Like ca- cave uh, layer, yeah, layer, cave layer 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 yeah like that kind of reminds me of watching a lot of the 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 movies from from the 90s with that 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 type of uh uh you know set being built Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah and uh i've been comparing this movie to uh the last action hero i mean it's not the greatest movie but i mean it's a very fun movie and that's what this movie is it's super fun the jokes are funny the casting is superb um and uh 
yeah, I mean, everything about it was such a good ride. What did you think? Um, dude, it, it was it was unexpected fun. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Zachary Le- Levy, Levi, Levi, Levi. Um, he's so kid like and and just fun and energetic, and it's fun. And then my my girlfriend, like halfway through the movie, she was like, "This is what people would do if they had powers in real life." <laughs> <laughs> That's um, funny. It's true. It's true. Yeah, I mean, so, some of the characters are cringeworthy, um, like the friend. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he both he he was both hilarious and lovable, but at the same time, like, dude, shut the fuck up! Like, <laughs> he, he's kind of like Hawk from Cobra Kai. A little bit, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. <laughs> but it was fun. Um, I felt the. Okay, it was. A, what was this movie rated? Let me just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see here. It was rated PG thirteen. Okay, that makes more sense. Because mm-hmm. it seems like a very like kid movie. It's cheesy. It's because that, that's one reason I never liked Shazam as a kid. Um, mm-hmm. Because I, especially the way he was drawn, also he mm-hmm. looked like a caricature of Superman. Yeah, and he so, does. Superman's already cheesy as it is. Speaking of which, <laughs> yeah, Superman's already <laughs> Superman's already cheesy as it is. So then throwing extra cheese on it, bam, you get Shazam. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But this, yeah, dude, I I, I loved it. I. I know his background, and I thought that they were gonna they were gonna save that for the sequel, but I guess not. Um, yeah. But the villain, um, the villain, uh, Mark Strong. Yeah, yeah, Mark Strong. Um, I couldn't take him as a serious villain. I don't. What did you think of Mark Strong's performance? I mean, there's a lot of movies where he plays villains, and I... rarely you do see him as a. Uh, uh, um, you know, a, a hero. I mean, we've seen him as a hero in um, uh, oh, Marksman. Not Marksman. Um, Wait. Uh, oh, crap. Uh, Kingsman. Kingsman. There you go. I yeah. was like, Suitman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you see him as a, a good guy in that one. And, uh, yeah, he, I mean, I, I've seen a couple of them where he's a bad guy. But I felt like, uh, the, yeah, it could have been more, right? Yeah. And I think it's because... It almost felt like he was doing uh, that 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 Jack Jaguar commercial again, like he's oh. like he's making fun of the British supervillain. Mm-hmm. Also, speaking of Superman, props for uh, Lex Luthor making an appearance in this one. Not Lex Luthor. Oh, uh, Lionel Luthor. Lionel Luthor. Lionel Luthor. Yeah, yeah. I saw him like oh, <laughs> this is DC. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was <laughs> I was looking at, at my wife Julie. I was like. She's like, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, I, I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who recognized him? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I couldn't take it seriously, but he, he did do a great performance, though. Um, mm-hmm. the, the idea of the seven deadly sins being his power is uh, different than what I was expecting. But, you know, it is, it is a, a superhero franchise that's not built on... And, and I think in superheroes, you can either be A, scientific like Iron Man, mm-hmm. or B, powers by magic, kind of bit like a Green Lantern-ish kind of thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. And the thing I notice is uh, the monsters, the seven deadly sins, in the comic, it, it it's not like that. It's actual, like, you know, uh, uh, like, lust would look pretty, you know? or Well, and they call that um, out, too. They, they, yeah, they, they, and they... it's kind of weird that they changed that, but, I mean, it worked. Uh, considering that boardroom scene, I can see why they changed it. Yeah. Um. No, but the, the yeah they they called it out saying like, 
like, oh, I see you have like wrath, uh, uh, sloth, uh, lust. I thought would be a little bit hotter. Did not expect that. Unexpected. <laughs> yeah, and it, it gives a whole different vibe. I mean, it, it gives more like a serious uh, um, feeling to 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 all of the all of these uh, creatures because. I don't think you would take them seriously if they're like pretty looking or good looking or just like you know. Yeah, any of that. that's well, they they would distract away from from Mark Strong's performance. Yeah, true. Um, <laughs> can we so, kind of like Captain Planet? <laughs> so so can we reference how how much shade they were throwing at uh at uh oh my god was it uh Henry Cavill and uh, uh Batman what's his name? Oh yeah. A lot. <laughs> this this is why this is why I hate recording the mornings cause, mornings because I'm terrible with names. Um, yeah, dude, there's so much shade, <laughs> both uh him throwing a Batman at the villain, the the boomerang, the uh, the, the batarang, 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 the batarang, yeah. um, and also the kid who's like playing with a Batman Superman clashing, oops, clashing, <laughs> and then as soon as he sees Shazam, he goes drops, and they're clearly the 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 bat Batman Superman from. Uh, Batman versus Superman. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it's, so it's like funny. the cinematic like heroes. I'm like, holy crap! The DC just said, "Fuck you guys. We don't need you. We got your damn." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I okay. So they are so on track on going in the right direction of having the DCU actually work. Um, it was, but it was a good balance of humor. I would say like sixty mm-hmm. percent humor, mm-hmm. some emotional feelings in there. But also dark, like dark scenes that I was not expecting. All right, are we going into spoilers now? Do you want to do spoilers? Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, going forward, this is gonna be spoilers, so you've been warned. Three, two, one. You're in the spoilers zone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, you get a lot of feels throughout the movie because I mean, you you care about the main character because he's looking for his mother, and then when you find out, you know, the whole purpose. She's a bitch. Uh, yeah, she's a. <laughs> bitch oh my god and i don't know if that sets up you know his feelings for i mean yeah it does uh because you know his feelings towards his foster family is it, more like it's intimate now it's your, your family is the people that care about you not the person that that, that that's your blood yeah and I, th- and I think that's when he finally realized that mm-hmm. uh since we're in spoilers i just want to throw this out right now michelle borth is one of my crushes so i'm happy she's in here she was michelle uh borth uh she's one of the shazams b-o-r-t-h oh she's, okay she's from hawaii Five O. Oh, okay yeah yeah i, I know her yeah i thought you were gonna talk about megan good because i mean she's in it i know she did such a good job of, uh, <laughs> so weird <laughs> she did such a good job of portraying a seven-year-old girl <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and it's been a while since we've seen her in you know a uh, uh a major role because I mean, we we know her from Cousin Skeeter. Is yeah, yeah. Back in yeah. back in Nickelodeon days, uh, she mm-hmm. went very uh like urban urban movies, mm-hmm. uh, with yep. the exception of like Anchorman, I think. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, no, it's good to see her again. Uh, I'll give credit to uh, what's his name? Uh, Ross Butler. Mm-hmm. Uh, he turned he turned into the he was the the the, the little Asian boy that turned into him. Yeah, uh, yeah it's funny, dude. He. <laughs> <laughs> That's an Asian boy from uh, um, uh, <coughs> Fresh Off the Boat, right? I think so. He looked familiar, but I don't want to be racist. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so you're and, waiting for me to say that. 
Yeah, exactly. Uh, everybody, everybody <laughs> in the theater lost their shit <clears throat> when uh, <clears throat> I ran out of T2. Uh, everybody in the theater lost their shit when uh, he he turned into Shazam and then he did the Hadouke. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was funny. Uh, yeah, I didn't know the other guy, uh, DJ Catrona. Uh, uh, Catrona. Um, he was the Hispanic Hispanic Shazam. The, the oh one. yeah, I think we've seen him in something before too. Um, he, on here, I think the only thing I would have probably seen him in is uh, GI Joe Retaliation. I don't know what else he's oh, been okay. in. Detroit, Bon Venom. Yeah, he. I don't know. Okay, so Jamon Hansu, isn't he in another DC movie? Yeah, no, not DC, Marvel. I know he, in Marvel, like uh, he's uh, what's his name? Um, uh, it starts with a K. I, I can't remember his name. Yeah, but he, yeah, he was uh in Guardians and also uh, Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel playing the same character. I don't think he's been in any of the DC things. Uh, let me check. Oh, Aquaman. King Riku's voice. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, hmm, he's playing two things in the DC. In the DC. Uh, yeah, no. And nobody's called him out on it. Nobody's called him out on him flipping between DC and Marvel like they usually do with any actor. Yeah. So good for him. Uh, he's getting work, and I know he he gets so much work, and he gets he gets so yeah. he flies under the radar, and I I I. I'd say he he's kind of like uh, a Samuel Jackson. <laughs> I think he's gonna be. Um, he kind yeah. of uh, he's kind of like the the world's wa- uh, where is Waldo of uh of the he- superhero world. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there he is. <laughs> There's he. <is. laughs> uh, one thing I would point out is uh, yeah, the boardroom scene. They it got violent. I wasn't expecting yeah, that violence. Violent. Uh, the doctor mm-hmm. that got um uh, snapshot. Yeah, was, that, that was pretty crazy. I, I turned to my girlfriend and was like, that's a pretty violent death. And like very like yeah. prolonged. It was a good like 10 second death. Yeah. Very. And yeah, I think that's that's a, a really good scene to show how dark they, the they uh, can villain go. is. Yeah, they, well, the, yeah. how dark they can go. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I did have a moment in that scene where I was looking around. I was like, damn, is any kid crying right now? This is pretty horrific yeah that scene yeah. Uh, uh one of the boardroom members got his head ripped off um mm-hmm. a little bit more violent than they did with venom um mm-hmm. in this one as he throws the body you clearly see either a trail of blood or his spine yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. but other than that like yeah like that's I, I was it was a lot of lighthearted humor Mm-hmm. Um, that little girl stole every single scene that she was like in. Oh my god, I know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, dude, she did a great job. Um, but she's mm-hmm. she's very she was all heart. That's why mm-hmm. she she didn't care about like the situation. She just cared. You're my brother now, yeah. or I'm gonna be a good <laughs> sister kind of thing. Like she's very like all she was all heart. Yeah. All right, Anton. Uh, anything else you want to point about Shazam? Uh, Shazam is a great movie. Uh, I I don't think uh, anybody wouldn't like it. I want to. Critics. See, I want to see Momoa and Zachary uh, Levi in the same movie. Yeah, it, it would be really cool to see that. Uh, something about DC that well we didn't uh, add to our notes is um, Idris Elba is not playing Deadshot. He's actually playing another character that they're going to. Um, give him instead of Deadshot. Hmm. So that way we can still get Deadshot 
without Dexter. If he ever has time to come back. He's bullseye. Mm-hmm. Wait, that's Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's such a good idea. So that way, you know, if they ever do say, hey, this is not a reboot, this is a continuation, or it can work. Or they're keeping the door open for Will Smith to come back. That's what I've been trying to say. Oh, or, or you haven't. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right so that's uh that's really good news all right that's on. uh so let's wrap it up here uh if people mm-hmm. want to make us say shazam how can they do that Anton? they can do that by going to our website at www.the2oc.com and maybe buy some stickers t-shirts and uh you know if there was something that we talked about on the show they can probably go to um any of the links or banners and it'll take them to amazon to make a purchase and it gives us a little kickback yeah uh they can also follow us on social media the 2oc mm-hmm. at the 2oc on twitter instagram and facebook i swear this is not my first time saying this uh, <laughs> uh also i recommend you check out on twitter we have the shazam funko pops and mm-hmm. also uh the avengers uh what are those what are those suits called the stretchy ones so it's like one piece I think those are made in China, but it's not official. No, they're not. It looks good. They're not. They're not. Yeah, they're not good. official. Uh, Zentai's? Yeah, they're Zentai's. Um, Something like that. Yeah, it sounds. Uh, that sounds horrible. <laughs> it's a, it's, the name. It's, it's, I don't know why they came out with that one. Uh, uh, but yeah, yeah, no, check that out. Um, I, I'm. If I was in better shape, I'd consider it. <laughs> okay. Uh, today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30 day free trial at audibletrial.com/slash/the2oc. There are over 180,000 titles to choose from, and you can use it on your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player if you have one of those. Cool. Yep. All right. Uh, the last thing to say, you can also email us at email us directly to mail at the 2LC.com. Um, tell us what you thought about Shazam. What do you think about the show? What do you think about my interview? Hmm? Oh, yeah. It was really good. You should check it Not out. Not you, Anton. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, anything else, Anton? Nope, that should be it. All right. For the 2OC, I'm Al Flores. And I'm Anton Duong. All right. Overwatch time. Later. Nerf this. <laughs> it did nerf this. <laughs> <laughs>